Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, the youth. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series XM Channel 145. I am Nicole, and I am accompanied with Brianna, Gerald, and Zania. Some, you know, some nice conversations between all of us within this show, regardless of the topics. But in our first segment, as we do as usual, we're going to have our COVID rundown. So in our worldwide cases, we have 11.6 million confirmed infected, as well as 6.3 million recovered, and 537,000 deaths. We're seeing how COVID is disrupting a lot of women in work in multiple European countries, with Britain and Italy being the highest so far, seeming as a lot of their departments are being cut off, and or a few, or and or there are a few affordable public childcare options for them. So there's they're kind of being cut off from work as well as the fact that women are actually doing 100% compared to men in their actual departments that haven't been cut off yet. We're seeing how they are kind of being used as things that can be cut off and in certain ways, just not necessary in the workplace. We're also seeing how Africa is still experiencing spikes with South Africa leading with the most infected. Spain has issued a lockdown order in the Northeastern cities. 200,000 plus COVID cases. And India is now the third worst country with nearly 700,000 COVID cases. They're behind Brazil and the US. Talking about the US, there's 2.9 million confirmed, as well as 1.2 million recovered, and 131,000 deaths. The Texas governor, uh, Greg Abbott, has ordered most counties to wear a face mask in public. And if caught in public without a face mask repeatedly, the person could experience a fine of $250. It has been uncovered that so far, the Florida Health Department has been failing to contact trace with COVID patients. And, co- and contact tracing is essentially used for if you're infected, they want to see the people that you've had relations with in the previous days so they can get tested and so they can see if they're in the clear or not, or if they're asymptomatic to the disease to see how far the disease is coming. But as I said before, the Florida Health Department has kind of been lacking on their contact tracing, seeing as a couple that came back from their honeymoon had, uh, had contacted the, COVID, uh, the coronavirus and they were expecting a call from the Florida Health Department to see if you know, to get the contact of who they've been in touch with, and that never happened. Uh, in other news, though, a Broadway star, Nick Cordero, dies at the age of 41 due to COVID complications after months battle with the disease. We're also seeing countless of Broadway stars have been sending their condolences to this brand new news about his death. So quite frankly, again, I know we kind of repeat this over and over again, how it is a little nerve, uh, nerve-wracking, how... We have rises, we have falls, we have spikes. We don't know what's happening, quite frankly, because there's so many divots in this. You're not sure if it's the first wave, if it's, if it's the second wave. But so far, other scientists have been saying that this is a walk in the park for what we're going to be experiencing in, 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 in the upcoming months and years so far. So quite frankly, again, I think that this is just a cycle at this point that kind of needs to be broken by either people putting on their face masks, people really following the regulations, and just people in general trying to put up their maximum effort to kind of let this die down a little bit. I agree with what you said about how it's unsettling. It Like we say it all the time, but it is definitely nerve wracking because you don't know what to expect. And it's like we, like, 
personally, I've protected myself as much as I could, you know, like we take all these safety precautions, but in the end of the day, you never know what's really going to happen. And I feel like some states are just, some states reopened when they shouldn't have reopened. And that's probably why we're seeing such a higher and stronger spike of numbers. But, you know, not all states, you know, some states did reopen, um, did reopen and have low numbers and they haven't necessarily spiked. But other states, especially high populated states did do kind of wrong in reopening. And as for Nick Cordero, my, um, my condolences goes to his family because I, I don't want to say I was a fan, but he was definitely a great Broadway star. He was on a Bronx tale. He played Sonny and for waitress, everyone knows waitress. He was Earl. So he was definitely like a real, like he was really talented and he was just honestly a great person overall. And, you know, my condolences goes to his friends and family because it does suck. And like, it's really tough times to see all these COVID numbers affecting people that we didn't think they would normally affect. It sucks that we have to continue to say the same things over and over again about wearing your mask, staying uh, six feet of distance from others, washing your hands, make sure you like don't touch everything. Like we continue to say all this and Idania is right about the fact that some states shouldn't have opened because their cases increase and yet they still haven't shut everything down again, which I think the states that have like high increase in cases should just like go back to quarantine, at least temporarily to see if it lowers the cases because people still are not even thinking with their heads and continue to be without their masks and walk around like, oh, that coronavirus is not real. And it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, I've, I've definitely realized that people are, are constantly like not following like the guidelines of like everything that they people have set so that the that the the coronavirus doesn't spread more and people just don't listen to them they just think oh whatever it's not gonna it's not gonna affect me blah 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 it's not gonna harm me whatever but you're harming so many people by not doing this you're spreading a disease that's really bad it, if you guys like um idania said the uh the opening of big states it, it wasn't a bad idea opening like uh very populated states it wasn't a bad idea necessarily it's just that when you give people too much freedom they take advantage of it that was the problem they should have put even more rules and regulations so that people could not you know like take advantage of everything and for the and for the broadway um star what was his name again i forgot Nicolero. Am I saying that right? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he has passed away. I've, my condolences to his family and everything. I mean, going back to how some places open too early, a lot of people think that Florida opened too early, and Florida has now become the nation's epicenter. And it's every day there's a new like record broken of how many cases they have. So I mean, when it goes down to it, you kind of need certain things to open up for the economy's sake. But a lot of people do believe that 
Florida was open too early and too much of Florida was open too early, which kind of goes back to the whole freedom thing where if you give people too much freedom, they might just abuse that power. But I don't know, it's kind of in the air at this point. We're all just talking about what we think could actually happen. But at this point, it is just, it is just about following the regulations and going through with protecting yourself and protecting the people around you by wearing your mask, staying six feet apart, you know, keeping out and watching if you do have any symptoms so that you can quarantine yourself from your family if you live in a house or from your friends. So it kind of goes down to the fact that it's no longer like, oh, it's because the states are opening too fast or it's because this is the first wave or the second wave. It's now let's kind of go past that because just if you constantly keep talking about that and bringing that up, it kind of goes down to the fact that you're not putting the blame on the people who aren't protecting themselves and the other people around them. And quite frankly, that's who kind of needs to be in the, in the wrong here, are people who aren't protecting themselves, who are making these cases go up, and people who are being reckless and going out and coughing on old people. That's been happening. People have been, they know that they're sick, and they know that they're, in, that they're not feeling well. They, they have symptoms of COVID. They still go out to parties, and they still cough on the older people, and people have been dying even more because of this. We're also seeing how in Alabama, teenagers just decided that they were gonna have COVID parties and see who got infected first. So it's kind of like, it's no longer the fact that, oh, the state's open too early. No, you have to put the blame on the people who are acting reckless and causing so much damage to not only your state, not only to the country, but also to the people around them because that's the worst part of this. In the microscope of this, like you need to see who's truly being affected and it's those who are acting reckless and endangering other people, which we kind of forget about in general. But going off just completely different subject when we come back here, Kanye, how he's running for presidency. Mm, that's gonna be definitely interesting. You're listening to Youth here on Sam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane, you have a couple of pit bulls off to the side, you have some very, very big German shepherds, you know, just the bigger type of dogs, and they're hanging out talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. 
And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is TJ Holmes with Good Morning America, and you are listening to Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth. Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. I got a new mic. I sound a lot, a lot better now, according to Frank. Thank you very much. But going on to our second segment, we have Kanye running for president now. And we kind of heard about this back in 2016 when I was a youngling before even radio ran through my mind. And he tweeted out his candidacy on July 4th. And he tweeted it with an addition of hashtag 2020 vision alongside it. And his wife and reality star, Kim Kardashian West, retweeted this with an American flag. And I mean, I don't know how I feel about Kim Kardashian West going to be a first lady if they do win presidency. But going on, <clears throat> there are some states in America in which he is, it's, it is too late for him to add his name onto the ballot. So they can't choose him for a primary. But there's other states where his name will be added and he will be signed in as an independent, which, eh, okay, I can understand. But I mean, I'm kind of wondering on your guys' point of view on this, because quite frankly, I find this to just be a laughing matter. Like, I don't really, uh, I don't understand, you know, like Kanye, he's done a lot of controversial things. He said a lot of controversial things. He's done a lot of things that I can't even really speak about because it's just like, it's really not my place at this point. But it goes into the fact that, you know, he's, there's, there's a couple loose knots in his head that I don't think would be appropriate. But then again, nobody is squeaky clean as we've seen in coming years and just in general in life. So I'm not very sure how I feel about this. I'm not too comfortable on this. I said before, we saw it back in 2016 where he said he would be running for president. 
So, I mean, do you think there's any truth in this now? Because obviously he said it back then and he was like joking around. It wasn't true. But now I'm kind of intrigued to see like your guys' point of view on this. Okay. I really think this is all a huge joke. Like, I don't believe... Like, Kanye for president is not a good thing. I think he's a good entertainer. I think his music's pretty good. Uh, but him as a politician? No, I'm sorry. It's just... It's not okay. Like, think thinking back at it, if you look at, like, Kanye's past actions or, like, his actions that he's taken now, they contradict each other so many times that you don't know really what he's gonna what he's gonna do. So I'm just like... No, you can't be a politician. You probably can't be like, you know, worse than, you know, but whatever. I mean, we are seeing a lot of people on Twitter, on Instagram, kind of going off on this saying that they believe that reality stars and people in general who just do have a lot of money, who have no connection to politics, should be allowed to run for president. They think that you should have some po- uh, some political backgrounds and or uh, law backgrounds in order to run for president. And a lot of people are actually very disturbed and angered by this because they're kind of thinking of this as a mockery instead of actually something that is done within good nature and good hope. They're just kind of thinking that he's putting a joke to this all and not really giving a full and a, a real fighting chance for anybody else, essentially. I think, I mean, Guys, it's 2020. Like, with everything we've seen, he just might be serious about running for president. Like, so it's been it's been a wack year, okay? Like, it's... It, I don't need... I, but I honestly wouldn't doubt it if he's being serious about it. Like, when he first... What was it, 2016? When he first said it? Every, I remember everyone was like, oh, vote Kanye for 2020. And I was like, um, no. And to this day, I'm like, um, nope. I know I'm probably gonna hurt Gerald's feelings, but to be honest, he hasn't taken out a, he hasn't released a good song since like 2011. But that's the tea. I I I have nothing against him, honestly. I think everyone has their own opinions and their own beliefs and their own way of life. Even though I don't agree with his opinions, I do respect him. But I do not see him as a good presidential candidate. I personally wouldn't have, I wouldn't vote for him because I don't agree with his opinions or his beliefs. But I honestly wouldn't doubt if he does run for president, like seriously. And I wouldn't doubt if there's a huge crowd of people that are going to vote for him. I thought he was joking. I remember like, when he first said it, I thought he was actually joking, and I used to laugh about it. But now that I just hear it, I'm just like, wait, what? He's not a good candidate, honestly. And I absolutely agree with the fact that when someone is going to run for president, they should have, like, some background with the law and all the bunch of stuff, because it's important. Because people that is just, like, surrounded by money and business, like, they don't know, like, what like what to t- like what path to take and the good decisions and the bad decisions because they think that business is like their way of thinking. I don't agree with it. I just don't see Kanye as a president. I think that's funny that he that they're actually going through with this. 
but I hope not. I really do hope not. And I agree with Idania about Kanye's music. Uh, no, no, I don't like. He hasn't released good music in a long time. Sorry, brother, but it's true. I mean, I can understand everybody's viewpoint on this. I mean, again, I kind of have to agree with some of it. I don't. I kind of just find this to be a big joke, to be honest with you. I don't find there to be any like weight to this. I personally find this to be just off the rocker insane. But quite frankly, what else do you expect from Kanye at this point? You know, I'm kind of used to this from him where he says something completely out of line and it's controversial and he gets picked at for it and people don't like him anymore for it. And then he releases an album and some and one of them likes at least one song on the album and then they're like, oh, okay, he's cool again. And I think that because he, he is such a like grandiose uh, musician, people do kind of choose to forget about some of the crazy things he's done and some of the things that he's partake partaken in and kind of how he acts in general. You know, he is, he's pretty like insane in some things that he does. Let's all be honest here. I don't want to sugarcoat anything because it's kind of true. Like he does act out in some crazy ways half the time and for no reasons that we know of, quite frankly. And Again, I don't know how I would feel. They would probably do a whole new, like, keeping up with the Kardashians season, but this time it'd be in the White House, and we'd watch how they, like, acclimate to the White House, and we see, like, everything that the White House has to offer that you don't see in any tours that you take in Washington, D.C. So, like, I'm kind of nervous about this, quite frankly. I'm, again, I don't know how I feel about him becoming the new First Lady. Can I just say this? Have you seen their house? It is like massive and it's like all white. It's like pretty much all white. So I, I'm not, I'm not like surprised if they, they go into the white house and they're like basically used to it because their house is as big as the white house or probably a little bit smaller. Yes. But in the white house, there's like additions that every president has added. So like, there's like, there's like bowling areas. There's like equestrian areas, stuff like that. Like something they wouldn't ever put in their house. So like, it would be interesting to see their reactions to things that older presidents had kind of like installed into the house. Because at that point, I, okay, the only, the only time I'd be okay with this is seeing like Kim's reaction to something that like Theodore Roosevelt put on the wall. And like, just like her like nonchalance, like, wow, okay. And like walk away from it. Like that would just dopamine for the rest of my life. Just thinking about that, like in a flashback. Like quite like that's my own personal like okay I'm like I'd be okay if I just get that one. And then Kanye's like right next to her and he has like no reaction. He's just looking at his like exactly, like, no and he's like I can well. make something better. He'd be yeah. like I can make something better, and then North is just there ruining like an old artifact from like the 1700s. <sighs> like I wouldn't put it past them. I really wouldn't put it past them. She has more money than I ever will have. And she has more attitude than I could ever even make in my body. So, like, I mean, quite frankly, I'm just, I'm, I'm begging for America to make a sensible decision and not choose Kanye. Because, really, we've, we've not, we haven't been smart these, these coming, this, this whole coming year, you know. Things have been a little rough around the edges with America. 
And I hope that Kanye isn't like the pushing edge to the apocalypse because I feel like that would be the pushing edge to the apocalypse. Kanye running for presidency, having no idea what even is life and how to maneuver politics and the law and just immediate zombie apocalypse just happens. Like I really wouldn't, like that would be Kanye zombie apocalypse. That's how in my head that kind of works out personally. I don't know how you guys see it, but again, I think that this is a whole mockery. I kind of, I'm kind of excited at this point. This is like a masochist type of thing. I'm kind of excited to see how far he goes. Cause like, that's kind of interesting. Like I kind of want to see how far this man goes into tricking people that he'd be a great president. Like I'm, I'm so into this at this point. I've like dove in deep. Like it's, it's honestly pathetic how deep I've gone into this just in theory. When we come back here on the youth, we're going to step away from newer candidacy and the new America. We're going to go back to the old America with Hamilton on Sam Radio, Sirius SM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always gonna see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really. That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, seven to eleven, only on Sirius XM one forty-five Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, he's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. 
not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from the Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous Wake Up Show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. And before we continue our normal broadcast of Hamilton going on live, we have some news now that Miami-Dade Mayor uh, Carlos Jimenez has announced that, they, that they, he'll be signing an order closing restaurant, dining rooms, ballrooms, banquet facilities, party venues, gyms, and fitness centers, and short-term rentals. So we're also seeing how now in summer camps and child daycare centers will have strict capacity limits and as well would require masks and social distancing of at least six feet. So again, we're seeing some new reinforcements being put here in Miami-Dade, close to home, as we are centered here in Miami-Dade. And we're kind of seeing how other parts, as I said before in Texas in our first segment, how the governor is also implementing their own new requirements and rules. So we're seeing how states are still becoming serious and understanding the underlying things of COVID finally, and how they are implementing new rules and new sections of living essentially. But going back to our regularly broadcasted things, everything that I promised you before, Hamilton has gone live and streaming on Disney Plus. And I'm gonna go down to the nitty gritty of this, but then we can get our opinions all out. Cause I know that Ivania is like holding it in. She's like about to combust. She's like, I wanna talk, I wanna talk. But Disney Plus, they had modified some of its language within some of the songs. They had also kept the integrity of the say no to this part on the, of the play, but they of course modified the physical actions between the characters. Uh, they found a way to keep this under PG-13 with all the expletives and all, a lot of the physical portrayals and certain things that were acted upon within the play. And they wanted to keep this under TV-14 as possible so that kids in general can watch this and the parents wouldn't have to think like, oh, it's TV-14, we can't have our four-year-old watching this. But We've also seen how a lot of kids were just watching this with their parents. Uh, the actual Hamilton uh, Instagram account had put out a whole bunch of families watching it with their small little children, with their older, bigger children. So that was pretty heartwarming. We've also seen how some of the stars, like uh, Philippa Sue, she actually posted a video on how a little girl was like, oh, Eliza looks like me. So she started talking about representation and how everybody kind of fell in love with all these characters one way or another because somebody looked like somebody and somebody felt proud within that. So I that made my heart warm. You know, I was really excited seeing it in general because Hamilton has become a part of not necessarily my personality, but my way of being since I was a sixth grader. So finally having something to watch it for. And I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I wasn't quiet watching this movie. Uh, well, the play, essentially, in a movie form, I was not quiet. I was singing. I was making my own comments. I was yelling. 
I was having my own like parade essentially within my own head for the whole Hamilton because there was there was some things that were done that I yelled I paused it I had to pause it I went this is my favorite song they took out the word that I like the most whenever they're like expressing themselves and I hated it it was it's Washington on our side and I'm pretty sure Yanya already knows what part was my favorite part and like that was honestly I was yelling at the tv for a solid five minutes and like just cursing Disney on how they did this to me and I was like they did this purposefully they were like you know what we're gonna mess with Nicole's day today because why not so again that's just me I have my own like physical like connection with Hamilton for no reason but I was already into Broadway shows and plays and all that. So it kind of makes sense why Hamilton was such a opening thing for me. And I really love Broadway in general. I mean, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the uh, show with how Daniel was talking about all of the plays that Nicoletto was in. And I didn't want to say it because I knew that Daniel was really going to just whip him out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to let her say it. I'm fine with it. But I just want to know, like, have you guys seen it? Now that it is on Disney Plus and it is streaming, will you see it? Do you have any, like, interest in seeing it? And from anything that I've said, with the changing, the modifications, the integrity, has this kind of piqued any interest in you? Have you, are you kind of like, oh, yeah, we already kind of knew that this kind of curses every now and again, and we knew that we're going to change it? Or just how's your whole opinion and the whole wrapped up matter within this, quite frankly? Because I'm I'm kind of interested in it, I'm not going to lie. I'll go last. How about that? Okay, then I'll go next. Um, look, I'm gonna be honest with you here. The only interest I actually had was when Nicole said, "Oh, I've watched it three times uh, on her story." I was like, "Huh, maybe I I do want to watch it." Three times the day it was released. I've since watched it more. Just okay. wanna clarify. Sorry, that. sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. Um. And I'm just like, uh, maybe I will watch it. And then later on, I'm just like, nah. So I remember telling you guys that I might watch it. I, when I got, I was on vacation when it got released. So I promised that I was going to watch it for Idania and for Nicole. So I would find time today to do that, to watch it. Even though it's not the original, I might look it up and just try to find the original so I could compare the two. And I'm going to do it for you both. And I see how excited you guys get. So whenever I see something on social media about Hamilton, I either send it to Nicole or Dania or to, together in a group chat so everybody sees it. And I'm glad that it makes them happy. So I'm just going to try to try it out because I like to see what the hype is about. And I know a lot of people were very excited to watch Hamilton. So I'm going to definitely watch it later on today. The way you guys talk about it, I feel like I need to watch it for some reason. Because maybe, like, in the future, we're going to have to have more conversations on Hamilton. And I'm just going to be like, um, what are you guys talking about? This boring play. I don't even know what it is. So I think, I'm not even going to say today because I know I won't. But, like, probably, like, one day when I'm, like, super bored, have nothing to do, I would have to watch this Hamilton thing and if I don't like it I'll actually have something to talk about but like right now I can't say anything bad about it like I don't like play I can't really say anything because I don't know what I'm getting myself into yet so I will watch it soon 
I mean, Nicole and I are kind of nerds to say the least. We, Nicole and I are very alike. We have similar interests, which is why she, I think we get along so greatly because we just, we, we both like these things that not a lot of people like. But around Hamilton, there is like this sort of hype and I would love to get other people's opinions from people that didn't, you know, like, I don't want to say grow up, but that didn't follow Hamilton throughout like all these years since 2016. And what Bree said is true because Bree and I don't text. Like we're more of a talking like couple of friends. We don't text. It's not like a thing. So whenever I randomly get a message from Bree, I'm like, what? And I see it's like a Hamilton meme and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and it's, it's like, it makes my day. It's the cutest thing because I'm like, she thought about me because I mean, I wore the Hamilton hoodie for like the last two months of school or whatever, you know, and me and Nicole fangirled because I went to go see it for my birthday. And she was like, that's so cool. You're so lucky. And I'm like, I know it's a blessing. So as for Nicole, I like, I it didn't really ruin, I don't want to say ruin the whole film when, you know, they took out certain things. I have to under, like, I know how you feel about it. I understand and I respect how you feel about it. And I know you're very passionate about certain words and certain lyrics in the songs. <laughs> but at a certain point, like, I understand why they had to do it, obviously, because it's a Disney platform. And I'm so happy that Hamilton got on the Disney platform and got to got a partnership with Disney because it's really such an amazing opportunity that a lot of Broadways do not get. I mean, Greece, Greece erupted. Greece is the word like that erupted. Everyone like it became a film. It's a, a film. It's a play. It was it was recorded as a Broadway twice, the original and then the remake with I think Ariana Grande was in it. Hairspray blew blew up. Vanessa Hudgens was in it. She played a uh, Rizzo. Vanessa Hudgens. My, I had to remember that because I did not like how she played Rizzo because my favorite character. Right. I did not, I like, did not like, I did like how she played. played uh, I, no. Okay, no, we're no, not gonna no. talk I'm on about the same page. I didn't like yes! okay, guys. Hamilton. Hamilton. Are you we're gonna say that for another day? <laughs> Sorry, Brie. I can tell I can tell you like her. Sorry. And she wasn't, no, she, no, no. And Ariana, Ariana Grande in Hairspray, she was in Hairspray, right? Yeah, she, she that was not the move that yeah. she played Penny. That, that was, was a not, flat L. That was, that was not the move. Guys, Hamilton, we have talked about Hamilton. Hamilton. We are talking about Hamilton. Um, I think it's just amazing that they got that partnership and they're getting all this recognition because honestly it does spread an like an amazing message and when you look behind the lyrics like it's a lot of most of it is about empowerment and it teaches you about American history that not a lot of things teach you about and yeah everyone's like Alexander Hamilton this Alexander Hamilton that if you get down to the nitty-gritty about it it's actually Eliza Hamilton it's not all yes. Hamilton it's based around her and her character development and how she wrote the story. She told the story of these soldiers and of her husband and she created this orphanage and how she supported her sister and her sister was always by her side and how her sister um, basically 
kind of like single-handedly started the women's right movement all the way back then, but you guys aren't ready for that conversation. No, they, they essentially did. Like, I remember when I was watching this, my mom would come in and out of the actual play of me watching the play, and she'd be like, oh, who are these people? Who, who are the women? And I'm like, first of all, it's disrespectful. Second of all, I'm going to educate you. And I told her, like, who these women were, and she's like, but they're not essential to history. And I was like, but they are. And she's, my mom's a big history buff person. So, like, the fact that she told me that she doesn't find these people would be essential to history was like, okay, I need to crack this down. Because it is true what, what Ivania is saying. Uh, Eliza is, is essentially the person who told the story of who Alexander Hamilton was. You know, she came in and out, and there was problems in their marriage or problems that happened, where even then they still stood by each other's side, even though it was impossible. They were going through the impossible, the unimaginable, truly. And, I mean, quite frankly, ah, Ivania got it, yep. But... When we're going through like this whole like conversation, I think I understand that they had to change some of the words. I get that, but in the spur of the moment, I was watching it and I was like, "Please say it! Please say it! Please say it!" And they didn't say it. And, but what made it better was that during that scene, because they had to like cut it off, they didn't say it. But because they knew they couldn't say it, they all looked at each other, joking around, laughing during that part, which made it better for me. I'm like, okay, you know what? That's fine. I, I but like the it. The thing, the thing is a lot of no, there were like three bad words and the rest are just insinuated like the in the original play like you see that was my wife you decided to what and then he grabs yeah. the pamphlet like they're just originally censored there were like three bad words that then just kind of like went blank and I was like that's you could have like done a record scratch or something like yeah, and I mean, the reason why they did that was because, like, they wanted to leave a comedic effect to it as well. So it wasn't just only, like, heavy, 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 history, history, we're going to shove it on your throat. Like, it's not necessarily that. It's He does that so that there is a joke to that. And in the Adams administration, there is a, a part already where, like, he's, like, he calls them a certain thing where he's, like, oh, you, and then it already bleeds its, itself, like, just naturally. Like, that's just the 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 whole integrity of it so there's already things that were already bleeped and like already like coded and just joked around already that in just naturally was it wasn't necessarily overplayed that they didn't say it was just kind of like cut off and there's also just a lot of like history like behind all the words they say because like king george iii was was really he was he was insane and there's a certain um lyric in one of the songs i cannot remember the song that it is now but they're like, oh, he's gone mad. Like, it's like, he's mad. And it's not that he's mad with power, which he was. That's where the, uh, it's a play on words of how he was mad with power. He was mad within like the, the fighting and he was genuinely insane. So like, it kind of goes back to the fact that like Hamilton has so much wordplay that as you listen to it, as you watch it, as you see what's going on, you truly get more just enveloped in the, in the whole lore essentially of the history of it. You find out things that your history teacher would never tell you. You know, Burr just let it all out. I mean, I read the book that the play was based on and you can truly see where it's like everything was such, it was just an amalgamation of all the perfect things and everything that you needed to know and even didn't need to know was still added in there perfectly. And yes, as, as Ilania said, women's rights and how it really is the, the story of Eliza and how Eliza says everything. And I have to agree with that completely. But when we come back here, we're going to talk about a trending hashtag on Twitter on the youth here. So Slam Radio, SiriusXM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. 
A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. Well, you can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, he's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Hello, this is Michael, the Playmaker Irving, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys, and I am an NFL Hall of Famer. Trust me, you're listening to the best, Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth, Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. And on July 4th, there was a trending Twitter hashtag, hashtag all countries matter. This was done by the Gen Z, 
their TikTok as they propagated all that they needed to get, all the forces. And our millennial pals kind of jumped on this, made it bigger. And this was all kind of a, of a response to All Lives Matter, brought by, I'm sorry, cough, cough, crank boomers. <clears throat> uh, during the Black Lives Matter movement, I know, Frank, you're millennial, calm down. And essentially, it's kind of, I thought it was really funny seeing this because we're seeing how all of this was kind of done again, and I said before, as a response to All Lives Matter to kind of just joke around with it. Like, hey, you, you think that this is so important? Well, here you go, all countries matter. And especially on July 4th on America's Independence Day, it was kind of like a big like, hey, but all countries matter too, you know? Other countries have independence days. Other countries are going through things. And you know what's happening in Canada? All countries matter. So it was honestly kind of funny and it was really interesting to see how everybody kind of piggybacked on this. So like my thoughts on this is that essentially, again, it was funny. I liked how everybody kind of joined in if they didn't know what was happening. Like millennials didn't know, they saw it and they're like, okay, we're gonna jump on this, we're gonna help them out. And they made it trending on Twitter. So essentially, I kind of want to know like your thoughts on this trend. Did you see it trending when it was? And did you kind of jump in on this as well when you had the chance to? I kind of wish I did a little bit because again, I think it's so funny. I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, my bad. Okay, so sorry, Daniel. But basically, I saw, I saw, I did see the, the Twitter hashtag, but I didn't like click on it because I didn't, because I, I went to go do something else because I was still in Orlando. But I do remember seeing that, that hashtag and I was kind of curious what it was. And now that you're saying it, I wish I did click on it because I would have loved to just like put that on, on my, on my Insta just to put all, all countries matter in, instead of, um, instead of just a happy 4th of July or whatever. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm like, by the way, again, Gerald, I'm sorry. We're just, we're so excited to talk about this whole topic about how Gen Z basically does whatever they want, no matter what. Um, when, when Gen Z basically bought out like Trump's rally, um, we had a show after that too. And we were just like, we were just talking about how not crazy Gen Z is, but how creative Gen Z is. Because <laughs> let's not forget, we grew up on books like Divergent, like The Hunger Games, Percy Jackson, Harry Potter, even. Like, we grew up on these books that are like, hey, cause a riot, just completely overthrow government. It doesn't even matter. Like, and also it's been like done like scientifically that there's like a, a way that your brain is supposed to like react to like how government is to treat you. And there's like, oh, at our age, it's supposed to be that like the government is on our side and that the government's here to help us. We're actually on like a level six where we have like an existential crisis where we know everything's like not really there. And like, we're just like, ah, we don't really care about anything. We just kind of want to do what we want to do. And if you don't like it, it's, it's having a stronger morale of the greater good and injustice and not really caring about a backlash that comes after it. So like when people are like, oh, Gen Z, they're so young, they don't know what they're doing. Actually, we're all mature for our age because of the onset trauma of 9-11 and just a post 9-11 world that we live in that we're all afraid of. The same thing goes with school shootings, how we're just kind of fed these things and we have drills that in schools, they don't talk about this, but that, that leaves a lot of trauma in your head of how the world is supposed to be around you. Okay, so, but we can't ask for extra ketchup packets at McDonald's. No, listen, <laughs> Gen Z, my sister. listen, Gen Z, we will be ready to fight. A, like a lot of them are ready to just throw gas cans back 
but we cannot stand it when a dog dies in a movie and that's okay we have duality that all that's all that matters to be honest Gerald really came for Brie um Brie sorry about that but you know what like it's true you you have to admit it's it's pretty accurate um I I personally I'm not really on social media. I have social media, but I don't use it unless I'm scrolling through TikTok because that's where I get all my news from. So I didn't really use the hashtag. I didn't really post anything on my Instagram for 4th of July anyways, because I wasn't really doing anything anyways. Um, I was getting ready for my sister's birthday, which is today, but her party was yesterday. So get turned, period. And happy birthday to her. I love you, Yelba. And it's just, honestly, I love seeing everything Gen Z comes up with. I personally, I personally don't partake in it because that's like all the jokes. For me, I start, when I start coming into play is when I see a lot of inequality in the world and I'm just like, um, no, here's how it should be. Like you guys know, I don't really bite my tongue whenever there's something I strongly believe in, but I, just saw this um, hashtag as a joke because that's really what it is. It is at the root of it. It is meant to make a statement about, you know, all lives matter, etc. But it's just, I just found it hilarious that Gen Z was creative enough and, you know, had the, the hoo-hahs to actually do it and start it. And then even the millennials to go ahead and support them. So I just love that. I agree with you. I think Gen Z is pretty smart and I think they're smarter than any other generation there is, period. Because like, I don't see the boomers, the millennials, none of them thinking like us. Honestly, if they're thinking, they're thinking, I don't like how they think in general. I think basically Gen Z is changing the, like we are changing the world. We're like, I feel like there's like, they're just so smart and they just know how to like, I don't even I don't even know how to explain it. They know how to like change this. Like even though they're so young, they're making a difference. I'm glad that Gen Z has the voice to do a joke like this. And a lot many people participated. I was busy with family. Like my brother, we were both busy in Orlando. We didn't I didn't get to see it because I usually on Twitter checking the trends always i'm always checking to see it hey nicole do you hear that i do hear that thank you for bringing that up again i'm i'm surprised that the government isn't afraid of gen z at this point because we've we've read everything to overthrow the government we have already plans i've seen on tiktok it's crazy i don't even care at this point i'm just laughing at it at this point but thank you so much for joining me here today brianna idania gerald and alicia in the latter half it was great talking with you guys it was great experience everything with you guys. And Frank, thank you so much for being here as well. We love you. Uh, we'll be back here on the youth tomorrow. So I'm Radio Station 7, Channel 145.